Hey everyone, welcome to episode 5 of Art Ho Podcast, a podcast about the creative industries and the worlds that surround it. My name is Ola. And my name is Maggie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not ideal timing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not great. Excuse me, I almost said displaced people. Yeah. I'd you noticed. could tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so how have you been, Maggie? Yeah, I have been okay. Yeah, how have you been? Yeah, I've been good. Um, I feel like it's been a, a decent week, at least a fun week. Um, kind of feels like almost like a normal week as well. Um, like when I say normal, I just mean like pre-COVID when there were like things to do because there's been quite a lot of like concerts. I say quite a lot. It's probably like two Wizkid concerts, <laughs> but I feel like there's been a lot going on. Not that you can go to everything, but it seems like there's a lot of like um, concerts at the moment. A lot of Afrobeat artists around, and if you're even further and further going into nightlife, there seems to be lots of after parties as well. Mm. If you really want to just keep the night going, um, not that I've been enjoying those, but yeah, I feel like it's been a good week. I think we spoke about this a little bit in our, one of our last episodes. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I think this will be a good time to kind of share like self-care tips because I think as it's always for some reason around like December and January you seem to see like a lot of kind of um, I guess like mini like infographics or people kind of sharing their quotes and stuff like that where they kind of discuss like you know self-care habits and things that they want to do or you know things about boundaries things about um i don't know forgiveness all these kind of things i think it would be quite nice to kind of touch on that a little bit and you know share um i don't know practical tips um and advice of listeners who probably yeah could benefit from like hearing this or you know yeah just want to kind of hear our views on this but yeah i just think recently Without going into too much detail, I think um, I think it's just something that you just encounter, like in adult life anyway, when it comes to like setting boundaries um, and then making sure that people actually respect these boundaries. So this kind of relates to different types of boundaries. So like emotional, mental, material, time and physical. But I think probably be good to kind of go into like each one particularly. Actually, no. Maybe I'll throw the question at you and see like how you navigate and set up boundaries in your own kind of personal life and then also with like work, whether it's, do you know what I mean, different areas in your life. And then I guess generally with, with boundaries, it's also about respect because you can have your boundaries. And sometimes I think there's things in your life you don't necessarily see as a, as a boundary, but mm. it is like... um. I was speaking to someone and they were even like, oh, like, even the stuff like, I have this thing where I don't like people sitting on my bed with the outside clothes or I don't <laughs> like people walking around my room with their shoes on. And that's a boundary. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That is a, that is a boundary at the end of the day, yeah, which is. people should respect. It's like, yeah, in your house or your room, you don't do that, but this is what I like. And even if it feels ridiculous to you, even if you don't understand the logic... It's, it's my space yeah. and and if you're going to be in my space, you should respect that. And I feel like as well, it's not unreasonable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's one thing where I guess sometimes boundaries, you have to, f- 
I don't know, actually, do you have to think about whether they're actually reasonable or not? And, or is it just, it's just personal to you, whether it's reasonable, unreasonable, if that's what you want in your mm-hmm. life, then that's it. Um, but I feel like maybe more so to do work, it's maybe routine mm. as well. I feel like if you go into something in a certain way and people think that they can reach you outside of work hours anytime, that, oh, yeah, if it's something needs to be done, this person's going to be going to be going up, okay, above and beyond. Not like I, I won't do stuff like that, but I think there's there's like sometimes people see that they know they can take a not take advantage but if you because you haven't set boundaries basically they can take advantage because Mm. you've never made it um clear or obvious that actually outside of these hours I'm not really contactable you know if I see something I'll I'll try obviously maybe Mm. there's a big project I can push myself um maybe to do a bit more but you know there's limits Mm. and I feel like in work what has always helped is that kind of like when I'm there I'm, I'm doing my job I want to do my job well but when I'm not there it's not like oh you know if someone's reach, trying to contact me outside of my working hours it's very much so it, it must be very important emergency um, emergency yeah or you're happy to wait until there's a suitable time for me to respond no matter what I'm doing in, in my free time um, with family and friends sometimes it can be a bit more difficult to put up boundaries I think maybe particularly more so with family Mm. um people that you've grown up with that you know when you maybe didn't really understand what a boundary was what boundaries you wanted you know they don't really necessarily respect that it could even be a thing where like even if it seems silly like your sister just barging into your room or people not knocking (laughs) or (laughs) or things like that like little things like when I was at home like my mum had her wardrobe in my room and then sometimes she'll just come in and then she'll just like turn the light on or something and it'll just be like I'm not <laughs> awake <laughs> if, not, if I'm not out of my bed then I don't know this is really crossing a boundary for me you know what I mean like um, so um, yeah little not little they can end up being big things and that's the thing little mm. things when your boundaries keep getting crossed and pushed turn into big deals exactly turn into deal breakers um with friends and stuff, I guess it's similar maybe even to relationships where you kind of just tell people how you kind of want things to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what's okay for you, what's not okay for you. Some people might just have a general code that they kind of live by and that's okay and they have certain morals. Some people won't have that kind of the same kind of code or morals because they have different upbringings than you and different life and it's just like letting people know like this is okay that's not okay I don't want to be contacted this time Mm. you can contact me at this time but I can't say I'm gonna respond you know I actually really respect people like that that are just proper like yeah like I'm not necessarily ignoring you but it's late yeah it's late yeah uh, this is like this it's not late really and it's not important. my evenings it's mm-hmm. not important it can wait and there's some people that as soon as they message they want a response like ASAP or yeah I'm working through messages like I'll get to you just <laughs> to come online days. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad though I feel like I'm genuinely like if I see something I normally just respond then a day because I know I'm just going to forget um, mm-hmm. and then it will be two to three business days but <laughs> yeah I think that that's mm-hmm. how I kind of like set 
or try to set boundaries. It's not always easy. And sometimes yeah. you don't necessarily, like I said before, see something as a boundary. It's almost unspoken, really. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's it's unspoken, but I think it's generally it's down to the way you communicate things. Like mm. that's how that will determine essentially if people will respect your boundaries. But of course, if you're saying it, they should. But that doesn't always happen that way. But um, yeah, I guess like going into the actual different types of boundaries they could kind of set in general, yeah, in general kind of circumstances within your life or situations. Probably if we're talking about emotional boundaries. I think sometimes with this, it's quite difficult because when I was kind of looking into it and just like trying to understand essentially what is an emotional boundary, it's kind of, it borders on, you know, inappropriate topics or emotional dumping and Mm. when people dismiss your emotions. So sometimes this can be quite technical. So for, for instance, if you're having conversations with people perhaps about something that's quite close to you, maybe like your beliefs or like, you know, spirituality and that kind of thing, um, or even kind of, you know, leading on to like mental health. So sometimes it's, you know, when you kind of have discussions with people and, you know, they kind of almost dismiss the way you may feel about something or kind of like yeah. oh, play down. Depressed, quotation mark, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like if someone's kind of, playing down like you know the way you feel about something or you know something that you've raised is like that is essentially yeah but it's just that's a clear example of someone not respecting an emotional boundary and I think a good way to kind of navigate that is probably just to essentially you know just be as direct and forthright about it and just be like you know agree to disagree it's just like there's no need for us to kind of continue to talk about the same thing as like you know it's like something we're not going to agree on so let's just like leave it at that because I think Mm. sometimes when you leave things slightly open or you leave the door open for discussion I think that's when people continue to kind of pick at it and almost undermine you know how you feel about something and I feel for a lot of people especially around this time of year when it's just like for some reason people are just like really sad and it's just like the weather's depressing as hell I think people like some people do play up issues of mental health but I think other people play it down mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah but um yeah I think sometimes when it comes to if you find yourself in situations like that it's kind of that's just a good way to kind of nip it in the butt and just let that be that <laughs> nip it in the butt <laughs> what is it a bud I think so <laughs> same thing isn't it yeah. <laughs> And then moving on to, I mean, it's a similar thing. We've already kind of spoken about it already, but like mental boundaries. So essentially this looks like, you know, when essentially your own beliefs or values or opinions are just not being respected. So I think these kind of... It's actually a bit difficult to see the difference. or hear the difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like they're quite... You know, they're different and they're the same at the same time. But um, I'll say like with a mental boundaries, like perhaps with those kind of boundaries, it's almost like you have to, how do I say this? 
basically not allow someone to gaslight you. Okay. So it's just, again, it's just being very like firm mm. about kind of just not, you know, having a conversation with someone who may not understand where you're coming from and not to be rude, but, or having conversations essentially with people who may not have the range <laughs> or the band, <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? The bandwidth to even have a discussion or a sensible discussion and a discussion that's kind of, you know, healthy mm. um, and actually um, productive. So I think it's just, again, just being quite clear and just shutting down anything that is kind of, yeah, a little bit, yeah, laced with like manipulation. And the other boundary is to do with, I guess, time and energy. I'm not even going to lie, it's like this boundary, like sometimes I'm guilty of it. Because I think my timekeeping in general is disgusting. Yeah, but (laughs) 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 but it's something that I'm not gonna lie. It's just I feel like every year, like I don't even. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even wait until January. Sometimes I'm like, when it when it gets to my birthday, I'm just like, all right, this year I'm really gonna change. I'm gonna do things differently. Mm. Doesn't really work like that. But I know it's just something that is just. Anyway, it's just something I need to work on. But I think when it comes to setting time, um, boundaries around time or maybe about, you know, your energy or whether it's about, um, yeah, basically if it kind of requires a lot, that requires you to give a lot of yourself. Yeah, sometimes it's not even just a lot. It's just sometimes like it's, I think it's even as simple as, you know, when you say you're not not free Mm. and it's not necessarily because you've got, something to do mm. it's just that i don't want to do that and then people are respecting that yeah do you know what i mean like just literally being able to say um can you help me with this or can you come to here and you can say no mm. and then that's it in the conversation it's not like oh well they said no they can't come yeah and um now that person's quite like well, how can they just say like they couldn't even give a um a reason explanation like yeah sometimes that should be enough at the same time sometimes i'm guilty of that where there's been something that someone just said no because i guess no just seems so harsh yeah to say you always feel like you need to soften the no blow by saying oh yeah i would love to but you know work or i just can't but sometimes it's like yeah i'm I'm just not free i'm not busy like maybe yeah last week i had the capacity to go out all week but this week i don't yeah is what is yeah no it's true and I think it's just, um, again, it's just down to communication. That's the, that's the common, the common um, denominator. Like mm. between like all of these different types of boundaries that you can kind of set in your personal life, is just like the communication is key. So it's the way you kind of communicate what it is that you know needs to be said, or essentially what you are willing or willing to do, what you have the capacity to take on. You know, what if it's something that generally warrants you know you being a part of it um but i think probably going back to like time and energy i think another thing is also doing favors for people and doing things for free so i think sometimes that is a tricky one because i think with a lot of people perhaps within their family dynamic i think like Mm. that's when those kind of things kind of crop up a lot more so essentially it's just kind of almost trying to be not strict that's not the right word but just trying to be clear about you know when something is an inconvenience for you and just doing it in a way that is 
at the same time it's firm but it's respectful Mm. it's not that you're literally like cursing up and down like at your parents or partner or whoever like I can't do this it's like you know it's not something I have time for I don't want to do it it's just like kind of just explain you know it's just something that doesn't work for you at this particular moment in time but you know in the future something that you can relook at but yeah that is probably yeah my two pence on time and energy and then um with all of that oh actually no maybe i'll ask this after you've explained all the different boundaries (laughs) i remember (laughs) to write it down i'm screaming um and then moving on to the next boundary so that's material a material boundary so essentially this is a boundary around possessions you know about things that potentially you may own when they can be used or how they can be treated um so i think this will probably be a good one for anyone that potentially lives at home or even if you perhaps live with a partner or if you live with like friends and maybe there isn't that kind of yeah it's so annoying because it's just like you're trying to explain a boundary without using the word boundary but if there <laughs> isn't like clear it could just be simply like who is it boundary like almost like who's even in charge of cleaning certain things or it's not even like that it could be that or... but it's more like possessive so it's like the things that you own so for example if it's like Using someone's milk. Yeah, you, using someone's milk or even maybe a slightly bigger thing. So maybe things that have a bit more value. So maybe like borrowing someone's car or like, you know, borrowing like someone's Prada even. bag or someone's <laughs> Telfer yeah, bag. would be me? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> literally, no one can see, but literally, I was wearing a really nice blue <laughs> Telfer bag. <laughs> Good thing you already own one anyway. So. I don't have a blue one. Oh, the thing is actually with borrowing stuff and clothes i don't know if it's like a sister's thing or (laughs) like when you've had sisters so like it's difficult so it's like you used to maybe someone being around that you can borrow things from but at Mm. the same time you don't really want your stuff being borrowed yeah that's because it's that whole kind of thing of like (laughs) going through like your life with like your list coming home and seeing your little sister wearing one of your bags or your jacket that she didn't ask to use or like giving it to them or someone and like you only get it back because you happen to see it drying and you know what I mean yeah. like or you even forget like you even owned a certain top or something because it's like that person had it for so long so Honestly. with my boundary of borrowing it's like yeah once you use it you need to give it back ASAP <laughs> <laughs> if not don't ask don't ask yeah unless we have other, other kind of agreement but like if I give my sister a top or someone borrows a top that's fine mm. or borrow a bag that's fine end of the night like I need a um, back of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to look after it, like you know, like it's more than yours. Like mm. you've got like a down, not a down payment, but you know, like a deposit of like I'm screaming ten k on it because it's true. Not a lot people don't respect other mm. people's stuff. Like some yeah. people don't respect their own things, so why would they borrow or use your things and respect it? Mm-hmm. It's like even as simple as like when you're in school and you gave someone a pen and they're like they'll chew on your pen or something. <laughs> Like, you're like, no, that's actually mad. Like, that's another whole, like, boundary that you're overstepping. Oh, that's just disrespectful, to be honest. <laughs> what, someone chewing on the pen? Yeah. Like, that's actually disgusting, yours. though. It's I think you can actually just keep the pen. Like, I wouldn't even want it back. Maybe that's why they do it. But it's just like, it's not yours. So you don't have the right to kind of just treat it any way you mm. want. Um, 
but yeah so it's not like I'm not open to like oh yeah my stuff is my stuff no no one can mm. borrow enough they don't look don't touch but I just need to know that like I'm not gonna come to your house and just see it dashed in one corner or blah blah mm. blah do you know what I mean like in the same way like if I have someone else's thing like I'm treating it like gold like I'm looking after yeah. it like because I don't because that's what I think my thing is I always want to act try and act in a situation or do in a situation or treat people in a situation like how I always want to be treated I know this is kind of like oh this is a cliche saying but mm-hmm. not everyone does that yeah that's the truth um or they might say it but they don't they don't actually live that and so for me whether it's like yeah borrowing something whether it's um helping someone with something like it's my expectations of myself that I guess I'm projecting Mm. um whether that's a good or bad thing I don't know (laughs) but you know if I can't at least do what I would do for myself for others then Mm. I don't know like that's a minimum right yeah it's the bare minimum I think it's a it's a big problem and I think even with that it's when it comes to boring things that are kind of of high value I think first of all you have to kind of really trust that that person who is borrowing an item is going to return it to you in the same condition and also put that boundary in place that it has to be returned in the same condition and there may be repercussions like if it isn't <laughs> there, there's going to be consequences but like, has it ever happened to you have you like been like oh yeah girl I'll just borrow my top and then it's like um no thankfully not not of anything of like high value like if mm. anything it's probably been with like electronics or something like oh. lending someone like then i maybe my mac charger or like oh, okay. headphones or something and you know yeah i think that's happened i borrowed someone one of my old flatmates i think i borrowed her my headphones and mm. at that time when i was like living in berlin i used to i literally had like one pair of headphones i used for everything okay. like literally for my commute to work literally for djing like just listening to music or whatever um literally loaned her the headphones then when i listened to him i was just like sorry one ear was like broken i was just like how on headphones not even earphones headphones i was just like what but it's hard with those kind of things because it's true at the end of the day like it could have been on her its way out and then she, like yeah she was that unfortunate person that was using it when it happened or they could have just been banging it around doing this doing that yeah. and like no care in the world exactly. but unfortunately for them it also broke so that's the thing but it's kind of like when that happened i was just like oh. it's not ideal i was just kind of like i just had to explain like mm, yeah my headphones aren't really working and then they didn't i didn't tell them to replace it um but they did replace it, which was nice. Mm. So I feel like, in a way, they probably realised that they did something to it. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they accidentally, like, spilt a beer on it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was, like, bashed around, like, in the bottom of their bag or something. But, yeah, I just think it's, when it comes to bigger material items, I think sometimes it's just... sounds. This might sound harsh, but I think sometimes it's just good to kind of let people... Make people aware, like if, you know, whatever it is that has been borrowed or whatever possession or whatever item it is hasn't been returned in the same condition that, you know, they kind of need to do something about that. Mm. <laughs> so whether that is some sort of like 
I don't know, some sort of, um, yeah, whether that's like financially where they kind of recoup you in that way or whether it's, you know, replacing the item completely or whether it's, I don't know, whatever it may be, like repairing the item themselves. But I think, yeah, just setting things like that in place um, definitely would kind of help navigate that kind of boundary, especially if it comes to, yeah, especially if it's something that is, worth a lot mm. do you um what can I say sometimes I feel like with those kind of things as well like high value items is I mean, for me it's quite similar to like if you lend money to someone mm. it's kind of like I feel like when it comes to lending money I wouldn't give what I'm not happy to lose mm-hmm. I feel like once I, I kind of give it to you I don't know what's going to happen like you know can know someone for years and particular thing when it comes to money and sometimes possessions and stuff like that, you can know someone or feel like you know them, and then it just it can change them. Mm. You know what I mean? The fact that ah, oh, like yeah, when I got that loan or when someone borrowed me this, things were good, but now I have to actually pay it back. All of a sudden, I can't. I don't know their mm. number. I don't see them. I don't. I mean, this hasn't really happened to me because I don't really borrow big sums of money that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm not there yet. But most of the time, if I was borrowing some of money. Or if they are, um, I just kind of know that, yeah, there's a possibility. There's always a possibility you're not going to get it back. And so, not in saying that, that like, oh, people just ask to borrow you money and then they can be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't even have to pay it back. But um, because I'm still obviously conscious of, you know, making a wise choice about even why you're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, why they even need it. I guess, do you need to ask someone? I guess most of the time you think if someone's asking you for it, they must really need it. But not everyone's like that. Do you know what I mean? There's always those people that's just like, mm, if I can ask this person for 20, that person for 100, what? that person for 50. I feel like it's... I got 200. So, yeah. <laughs> no. No. That is... I don't know. <laughs> Things like that, I don't really... I don't really... Um, associate myself with people like that no, I don't really thankfully yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't really have any story to say there it's just more of maybe other things I've seen happen to other people where I'm like well couldn't it be me because I would have been like sorry sis I don't have the money <laughs> or, or I guess you can't go on that holiday or do you know yeah. what I mean honestly mm. <laughs> no way no 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 but um, in setting boundaries and setting your own boundaries, mm. do you feel like you're actually good at um, respecting other people's boundaries? Yeah, I think I am for sure. Um, it's a similar thing to what you were saying earlier. It's like I definitely am someone. Is like I kind of reciprocate um, the energy that I'm getting from someone. Um, if someone's communicated something clearly, like if they this is how they want something done, or you know, it's like if this is something that's important to them and they've expressed that, is that I definitely do my best to respect it. And if it's something that I kind of acknowledge in the moment, like, oh, that was a bit out of line or that was uncalled for or whatever. So I think, of course, I would apologise for it. But for the most part, definitely, like you're saying, just, like, treat people how I want to be treated and how I expect to be treated. Um, But that's the thing, like, with respect, boundaries, communication, all of these kind of things, it's like, it all intertwines and I think one can't go without the other. Um, so, yeah. So would you say in that sense as well that your boundaries towards 
or how you expect certain people's boundaries. Oh, I guess everyone has... Mm, I don't know if that question makes sense because everyone's boundaries are going to be different. Um, no, no, forget about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think... Oh, yeah, and there was one final one oh. with boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Already did the sum up. But yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's we've literally, like, touched on it a little bit actually no we haven't but this is more to do with like physical boundaries so proximity touch pda unwarranted comments one major boundary that was crossed last night Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) wheezy wheezy i don't know i don't know when is this gonna be is it gonna be too dated by then no i think it'll come out still be recent yeah so basically last night which is was wednesday the first of december we went to go and see Wizkid in concert at the o2 arena in london and i don't know that was his final show yeah final show um by the time this gets released you not maybe you will maybe you won't depending on who you are but might have seen the footage of Wizkid and thames on stage where he where it's like in the moment like when it happened i was just like could it happen so quickly i was like i couldn't really tell because some people were trying to say oh he was trying to pick her up someone else was trying to someone else some other people say oh you know he was trying to touch her bum or trying to do this or maybe put his hand on her waist or whatever he was doing but obviously you overstepped a boundary yeah her face looked like (laughs) i don't even mean to laugh oh what the (laughs) hell like and it just felt very uncomfortable for like me viewers it was awkward yeah (laughs) literally (laughs) and what the distance that we had between them and the stage or between us and then that stage is just like i feel like you could sense it was slightly awkward on stage because it's like you didn't even know like what to do what he was about to do do you know it's Mm. one of those things just to just like if people it's, you're not really that kind of not even like you're that kind of girl and I don't know if you mean it in that kind of way but it's not even like I'm the kind of person I'm just be dancing dancing on people so like mm. you coming up to dance on me it's like oh yeah no just just have the kind of perform I am yeah. like if you've I've never seen her her like that and I feel like if it was someone else maybe as well it could have been a boundary that he crossed but maybe they would have played into it a bit more because mm. it's like okay like maybe we're about to dance i don't know yeah but for her i don't know her obviously but i've never really seen her in that kind of setting yeah or just seemed to be like that kind of person so it just seemed like hello awkward like this obviously didn't seem rehearsed like yeah it's whatever the plan like what's going on um i do wonder what is what's going to happen next because i guess obviously people a lot of people start to has seen it or picked up on it and it was yeah. live on the youtube in it it was live on youtube and I feel like there was a lot of like uh, Twitter warriors that went to that final show. Mm. So I was just like, in my head, it's like when it happened, it just happened so quickly. I think I was even like recording like the crowd. And when I just looked back on the screen, I just saw like, I just saw she like kind of pushed him away a bit and she (laughs) kind of stepped back and then they continued performing. I was just like, "Mm." because I remember hearing like the crowd react, but it's kind of like their reaction was like a scream, like a cheer. Okay. But not like a scream, like, get off her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let her go. Like, it yeah. wasn't that kind of scream. But <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what the hell happened? And then, yeah, obviously you told me. And then it didn't even take that long. I swear it was literally like, what, an hour or two hours after the concert. We're just seeing clips. We're just seeing like memes already. Yeah. But I feel like it's a really clear example of a 
physical mm. boundary I think being pushed yeah. and um, I do wonder what's going to happen next I guess he I feel like in my mind I, I obviously I was thinking about I was like oh, okay I can imagine he'll make like a public apology like oh I didn't mean to you know offend I didn't mean to blah 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 mm. I don't know I was just trying to do blah 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 but I wonder if they'll probably like try and make Tim say something like oh no it's cool you know my face might have looked like I was like I feel like they whatever, will but you know it was just because mm. I was sh- I was shocked or whatever that's the thing in my mind it's like how I imagine it will play out what's today Thursday hmm. I feel like I, they shouldn't make her say anything though I feel like well she shouldn't have to if I'm being honest with the way the music industry is especially within Nigeria anyway mm. I think both of them will say something yeah I think obviously Wizkid will say something. I feel like probably he may say, say something to the effect of, "Oh, I was, oh, I was a little bit drunk, or it was my last night or of the show. I was just really excited. I got carried away. Something like that, just to kind of play it down, so mm-hmm. it doesn't even come close to what could possibly be considered as sexual harassment." Yeah, and I think Thames will probably say something. Maybe. It will be a lot shorter, but I feel like she would probably say something like, "Oh, Wizkid's like a bro to me, or like he's my bro, or like <laughs> yeah." I was thinking like it some, must be like it a was a crazy night, or like, like yeah, love, <laughs> yeah. I feel like she probably will say something like, "Oh, it was a crazy night," or like, "Oh, I I just feel like it won't address it. It won't really address it properly." Yeah, I think it will just be just a kind of you know a statement to brush over what happened. Um, I feel like both of them will say something. Who knows whether it'll be in the next week or so. But mm. yeah, I'm pretty sure like now that that moment has gone viral, I'm sure the next kind of press tours and all of that kind of stuff that they do is like there will be one journalist who will ask about it. And I, and I guess <laughs> as well, he'll be a lot more like considerate about what he's doing and where he put his hand. Because I'm, yeah. I'm a similar way. I just don't like people touching me, whether you're a man random woman whatever like if i don't know even if i know you it's just kind of like you don't want those people just like no. there's parts of your body like it has to be shoulder, my hand maybe my arm but there's other parts that are just like yeah you don't have to go over there actually i'm the same like generally it's, i'm not a hugely affectionate person anyway so it's like i do not like people touching me unwarranted mm it's like it has to be consensual. Consensual. If that, if you're literally touching my hair, you're touching my ass, you're touching my hip. I don't give a shit. Like you, you got. Know, like people like to do stuff like when I say people, I mean men. When they're trying to get past you, and then they <sighs> might try and put their hand on your on your waist or something. That makes to, me like, sick. Stuff when like that. Do that. It's just like you're not. It's not cute. It is not. Like it's uh, it's unnecessary. Unwarranted. Like you can you have a whole mouth. As in, oh. And even if you don't have a mouth, mm-hmm. your hands don't even need to go there. You can tap my shoulder Honestly. if you need to get my attention. And that's like the only other way you can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like particularly for women, I guess physical boundaries will be like the most mm-hmm. kind of. Or even just like, did you say physical boundaries also like maybe like saying someone just saying something unwarranted as well? Yeah. So like saying all that catcalling, mm-hmm. men saying stuff like, oh, well, why aren't you smiling or all of that yeah yeah excuse me but yeah that is um our take on boundaries Mm. and yeah how to implement them how to 
yeah, put them up. <laughs> I just stack them high. <laughs> yeah, boundaries, boundaries. Okay. So in other news, another news is the much anticipated time of the year when Spotify now comes to take over everyone's timelines <laughs> <laughs> and people on iTunes and the title get mad. Um, Maggie. Oh yeah, you have Spotify now, isn't it? I said I have Spotify. Oh, the free version. Oh, so if you get the free, if you have the free version, version, do you get the wrap up? I don't think so. Yeah. I've ne- I've actually never. Let me have a look. Bother checking. I've never bothered checking to be honest. I know a lot of people find it. Oh right, I do. I'll deny it. Before you're just like, oh, yeah, not again. But now, you, now you have it. See, that's how I know. People on Spotify, that not on Spotify. It's nothing to do with oh, like why are you guys trying to show off your music taste of bubble It's Just because you guys don't have it. Yeah, wait. Why is this? Because it's in, it's. Mm. I, I actually do find it really interesting because I guess you obviously know what you're listening to because you're listening mm. to it. But sometimes you don't realize that you're listening to something that much. Like this year's one is the first year that I'm like whoa like this must have been quite an emotional year for me because it's a lot of r&b i think my top ones were like snow allegra thames oh. somehow it was number three taste some french r&b artists um bren obviously and then <laughs> sir obviously <laughs> but i thought there'll be a lot more like i don't know Afrobeats and stuff but it's funny because um i just don't know how i listen to snow allegra that much Oh, really? Oh, what's my... Literally, I have Wizkid on her. Um, and I have... I thought Wizkid Sunday. would be on there, but it's, who's not? Yeah, Maybe literally. Maybe number six. There's a lot of Wizkid. <laughs> There's a lot of Wizkid, Nux, um, Jasmine Sullivan. Is it? Are they Sunday <laughs> what, Service hotel? Corner? What's that thing called? Hotels. Hotels. Yeah. Oh. listen to a lot of hotels, yeah. I love that album. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A bit of you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, who else is on your list? Or was that all five? Was that five? Um Davido, random. Oh random. Not all like it's that, but it's Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what songs have I been blasted? What? That Maybe that was in preparation to for Yam Carnival. Probably. <laughs> and then who else is this? Giveon. Mm. Mm. Don't know if I agree with that. I feel like I hardly listen to. But maybe it's a song. Yeah, this is top songs. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, top songs for me were like the first one was like a song by Tommy Agape called Better, which I can agree because it's such a short song that whenever it comes on, I play it like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, it was all like Snow Allegra songs. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, but she did drop an album this year, or not? Yeah. yeah, over summer. I think over summer, I was listening to it all the time. So I was surprised, also surprised about 10s because like, I knew I like 10s, but I didn't know I was listening. But I think when people have really short albums, you listen to it even more, even mm. more often. Because just like, I literally just put it, press play. Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> run that again, Google. Pl- <laughs> like, from the top. What? Yeah. <laughs> decent but yeah i think it's actually quite interesting to see and i think it's it's obviously a really good marketing thing for them as well Mm. um because i don't know about you but today when i went to go and check it's basically on every other person's story literally 
Yeah. And actually quite like seeing other people's um, choices. Because I feel like music says a lot about you. A lot of like, you mm. know, dating apps and stuff, they like to uh, tell you to like put up like what you're listening to, what's your favourite, is this, that. And you kind of assume that you're going to connect with um, people you you do connect a lot with people based on music choice, mm. or you have an idea of maybe how you think they might be. Like, oh, you like this person, that person as well, so maybe we get on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it is interesting to see or like people, especially people that I'm not that familiar with. Like, oh, is that the kind of music you listen to quite often? Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. No, it's true. I feel like your music taste says a lot about it. Could, it says a lot about a person. Maybe like Netflix needs to do some sort of, oh, you're into... That one might not be that interesting, to be fair. I mean, I'm not really someone who really re-watches things. Like, once I watch it once, if I watch it again, that means, oh, I must have loved it. Really? Yeah. I love re-watching things. I've been, mm. I've been re-watching Misfits. But, okay, Misfits, I could re-watch because it's so old. Yeah. But, you know, people can just re-watch of the same film, like, every month. I can't do that. I'm always like, there's there's something else to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching the same thing over and over again. I want to watch something new. Um, And then in other news as well, rest in peace, Virgil Abloh. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, boy. That was so unexpected and just so, so unfortunate. Yeah. I think that news broke on um, Sunday, wasn't it? Sunday, the 28th of November. Mm. And it's just the fact that he's so young as well, like 41, married, children. And it's just like he has managed to do, achieve and accomplish so much within his time. Um, So I think he held, well, before he passed, um, he was the, is it the menswear creative director for... Louis Vuitton. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That hadn't... Or his had his title changed. Pretty sure it was that. Yeah. Menswear. I think so. <laughs> 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 You're probably just like... <laughs> um, yeah. I'll go with that as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like for him to kind of be, um, you know, someone who's kind of vis- like clearly visibly, visibly black, unapologetically black um and to really like you know be someone who's essentially a disruptor in that industry and i think even like he's kind of proved that time and time again even with his own brand and even essentially with what he brought to louis vuitton is just kind of really that ability that ability to really kind of like evolve something that can be quite you know that has quite a uh quite a kind of um safe a safe kind of um, style or safe kind of like history behind it but for him to be able to kind of adapt that and just really interpret it into something that you know a lot of different people from different um, backgrounds can really appreciate and also mm-hmm. enjoy um, yeah because the thing is well I feel like yeah not everyone may have loved his style or whatever but he did definitely make moves. He definitely, you know, yeah. inspired like a whole generation of design style. What? He inspired I mean? all the hype beasts. <laughs> like all of them. Like man. I always, 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 always remember that image. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It was like Kanye was there. I think it was about five different people. And I, I think I remember it from college. Virgil was in it as well. And the, the style back there was, you know, when it's like... <gasps> I know the picture you're talking about. about. Yeah. 
<laughs> where literally like it was when Bentley might have been in it as well. I feel so. like even Kid Cudi. No, oh, they, I'm, yeah, I know, know the picture you're talking about. When literally... Back then, I swear Kanye was still doing, what's it, Louis Vuitton, Don, Backpack. I feel like any kind of Laute kid back then, yeah. that was like style guide through that photo. Honestly. <laughs> I know the picture you're talking about and they're literally holding briefcases. Yeah. <laughs> like literally the yeah. henchest Jordans. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, that was literally like how you wanted to dress in college more or less. Or like how a guy would want to dress. Like, if Facts. you thought you were like alternative, <laughs> block colours backpack or some sort of unnecessary bag probably like probably has nothing inside it that whole kind of vibe <laughs> the glasses oh all gosh. of that yeah honestly but I feel also like a major kind of point is that there is a lot the cancer does affect a lot of people it mm-hmm. also affects a lot of um black people as well black mm-hmm. males and for people to if you do notice something suspicious, any lumps, anything change, anything changing your physique or anything, not being scared to go to the doctors. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't know um, Virgil's particular case, but I do feel like a lot of people, and understandably as well, considering how racism and medicine and all of that goes together, mm-hmm. don't want to just go to the doctors. And obviously, as well, like a lot of the times when you know, sometimes black people do go to doctors and talk about their issues. It's not always taken seriously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, the sooner if, it, if something was wrong, mm-hmm. potentially that getting found out, you know, it's uh, in your benefit. Yeah. Develop. yeah. I yeah. think if anything, you owe it to yourself, really, to really look after yourself. Yeah. And yeah, it's, so, I agree with what you're saying. It's just like, especially with black men, I've had these conversations, I've had this conversation with some of my black male friends and it's just some is generally it's just like the way they feel about certain establishments it's almost like the way they feel about the hospital is like a similar way they feel about the police almost because mm. they just feel like what is the point going to a hospital essentially i'm going to be like bleeding from my arm like i'm visibly and bleeding like, You're sitting cool. in a and e yeah and they'll yeah. be like oh you know just take a seat mate we'll get to you soon and it's like that kind of like dismissal mm. is almost like you know even though we can like physically see that you know you're in pain and you know you're in suffering we're still gonna you know Dampling. yeah allow you to sit there and you know yeah. kind of prioritize you know uh, a white person ahead of you and yeah. it's just like that kind of that's generally the the kind of attitude or relationship that unfortunately black people do have with um yeah these kind of systems that essentially is like They've been set up, but obviously they're not really set up to serve us in the way that serve us the way that they should. Mm. But yeah, it's true what you're saying. It's just try and be as vigilant as possible, and it's like we really owe it to ourselves to just do the best to kind of look after ourselves to look after each other as well. Yeah, and not to see it as oh, some people say oh, I'm just wasting. You're not wasting the doctor's time. You know, you pay taxes, you pay your NI. Mm-hmm. Regardless, you're a human being. You're entitled to that. Yeah. You're entitled to it. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's just, it's honestly, it's just so unfortunate. Yeah. I feel mm. like with the fashion industry, it's just like, it seems like, I watched the video, it's like, oh, that proper, yeah, that had me welling up a bit. Like the Louis Vuitton video um, with the little boy, like circling, circling, cycling through like different kind of landscapes until he finally reaches like the hot air balloon. Oh. And then it's kind of like Virgil was here, like peers in the sky. I oh, like, I haven't seen that. Yeah. 
It's like a little IGTV video. If I was okay. But yeah, everyone take care of yourselves for sure. And um, yeah, it was nice being here, talking to you guys again. We'll be back soon. Yes, we'll be back on the flip side. Yeah. And as usual, find us on socials, Art Ho Podcast. And yeah, see you soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>